Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Drunk Dial. It's all about dialing digits and making questionable decisions. Let's get it started. Okay, this is I need to get some sleep. All right, everybody, happy Friday and welcome to this episode of Drunk Dial. Today I'm sitting down with someone who took her experience of being heartbroken and turned it into a pretty badass career. She's now a heartbreak coach who regularly helps people get over the one who broke their heart, whether that's through her podcast, How to Stop Wanting Him Back, her Healing Heartbreak program that provides one-on-one guidance, and her articles featured in publications such as Kourtney Kardashian's Poosh. She's here with me today to share her heartbreak story and to help you move on. Please welcome to the podcast my guest, Claire Byrne. Thank you so much for having me. You've written some articles, and one was about being ghosted. Mm -hmm. So how do you handle being ghosted? First step is the least fun step. Feel the suck. It sucks to get ghosted. Yeah. And I think our egos are totally bruised. And and then we're also feeling shame because I thought he really liked me. Yeah. I talk about in this article how I went out with this guy and he was like, listen, can we meet for a drink? But I got to go to my cousin's for dinner afterwards. But it'd be great to just meet for a quick drink. And I'm like, great. Sure. Yeah. And we sit down and we have a drink and I tell him I'm a life coach. This yeah. is pre me being really like comfortable with saying it. Yeah. Um, which that's a whole other episode. <laughs> and, um, because I think you really have to own all of who you are when you're dating and not be shy afraid to uh, I agree. worry about what other people think. But like some people, like this guy who's in finance, clearly thought it was so weird. So when I said that I was a life coach, I mean, I wish we could record my face imitating his face, but he was like, really? Yeah. And I was like, Ryan, are you okay? <laughs> because- you're like, let's, you're, are you okay? Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can give you your feelings. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I was like, are you okay, Ryan? And he was like, uh, oh yeah, I just, uh, I make, you know, weird faces. <laughs> like He just like totally tripped over it or whatever. And the bartender says, you know, oh, do you want another drink? And I was thinking, oh, we got to go because he's got dinner at his cousin's air oh. quotes who knows i who right, knows. right okay. but um and he was like no 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 let's let's have one more drink and i was like oh cool like great and i wasn't sold on him right. either but i have another drink and he's yeah. like oh i have to go and i'm like yeah i know whatever like go outside my uber gets pulled up he walks me to my uber and i was like it was so nice meeting you and he plants this lovely kiss on me oh. and i'm just like why and he goes oh I really don't want to leave. And I'm like, well, we'll see each other soon. Next day, unmatches me. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Swear to God. And so I talk about in this article, like, did I make up that he said, I really don't want to leave? You start gaslighting yourself. You're like, what happened? It's like that Friends episode when Chandler always says, well, great, we'll do it again sometime. And then the girl thinks (laughs) that he means it, but he doesn't. And then they're like, you got to stop saying that. That's so weird. No, but even still, I feel like let's do it again sometime is like, uh, it's it's not okay, but it's it's not as bad as I really don't want to leave and kissing me. And having that second drink. That's so interesting. The second drink. Yes. So interesting, right? So the natural thing is to overanalyze it with 87 people being like, oh my God. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And so go do that. Go overanalyze it and what the f*** out of it. Right? But then, and then really kind of you move through the shame of it. Right? And then it's like, guys, 
thank you for showing me who you are. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. Now, that's not as hurtful of a situation because that was one date, two drinks. Who gives a right? But then when, you know, you're with someone for three months and he disappears, that's really, really hard. Right. And so my whole thing is, again, feel the suck, feel the pain, but then really recognizing you don't really know someone in three months. Yeah. That's fair. You know, like I thought I did. I was really excited about this person, really messed up that he's just completely he and, and he's showing you. And again, we're saying he versus her, whatever he yeah, her. Yeah. And they're showing you that they don't have coping skills to be an emotionally mature adult to say, hey, I don't see this working anymore. Yeah. So thank you. Because if you want to have kids with this person right. and he doesn't have the ability to say, I don't see this moving forward. Is that the person who you want to be the father of your kids? Yeah. That's Truly. Fair. Yeah. Like if you're not equipped to just have basic decency to yeah. say this, say it in a text yeah. if you are t- if you don't have the balls to even say it on the phone or in person. Right. Right. So instead of making it about you and shaming yourself and feeling embarrassed and feeling hurt and all of those things, be like, oh, wait a second. That actually doesn't work for me. Yeah. Take your power back because we make it back. so much about like, oh, what did I do and overanalyze and second guess yourself. And you know what? I'm not saying that, oh, oh, that he ghosted and I did nothing. Maybe you did do something. So do a little investigation investigative work on yourself. Is there something that you said that might have been offensive and clean that up? But at the end of the day, if he just disappears into thin air, boy, bye. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Tell him, boy, bye. (laughs) I like that. LaCroix Sparkling Water was developed to give health-conscious consumers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. Enjoy LaCroix Sparkling Water, a calorie, sweetener, and sodium innocent beverage with nothing artificial. LaCroix is a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle, and it is available nationwide. For a full list of retailers, visit www.lacroixwater.com. LaCroix's 25 flavors are confirmed to be derived from natural sources with natural fruit essences. Families continue to value the wholesome of LaCroix. Again, zero calories, zero sweeteners, zero sodium, and that equals innocent. There are 15 LaCroix flavors. The newest flavor is hibiscus. Hello, beautiful, delicious, crisp, and refreshing, just like the other flavors. Key lime, tangerine, mango, apricot, passion fruit, peach pear, coconut, lemon, lime, berry, cran raspberry, orange, and grapefruit and pure unflavored. The LaCroix family also includes six LaCroix curate flavors, pineapple strawberry, apple berry, cherry lime, kiwi watermelon, blackberry cucumber, cantaloupe pink grapefruit. LaCroix curate has a bolder flavor, but same innocent nutritionals. The newly added flavors to the Nicola theme, coconut cola, cubana, and coffee exotica join the original LaCola all of which contain no caffeine or alcohol, only naturally essenced flavor. LaCroix Sparkling Water and LaCroix Curate Sparkling Waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, and non-GMO. Whole30 approved and environmentally friendly, LaCroix cans are perpetually sustainable and recyclable. For more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water or check us out at www.lacroixwater.com. Did you have another point or was were those your two? I think that that's really Yeah, it. no, I like yeah. And, you know, I like the take your power back. Yeah, but you only but everybody thinks that the power comes from him explaining himself. Yeah. And it doesn't. The power comes from you saying, "Oh, thank you for showing me who you are." Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And then, you know, people say, "Well, how do I avoid getting ghosted again?" There's no guarantee. You yeah. just have 
have to like go and be your best self and be your honest self and be present and be open. But and if, anything can happen. You're meeting a stranger off the freaking internet. Yeah. And if they the ghost you, then they, why would you want to be with somebody that clearly wants nothing to do with you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, go find somebody and then that, that does. And then beyond that, I think it's really um, doing the work to keep owning the catch that you are, yeah. regardless of whether someone stays or goes. And that's really the crux of my work yeah. with my clients. Right. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So that college girl on Twitter wants to know, is it better to stop talking to him cold turkey or ease out of it? Because drunk texting has become a dangerous game. Cold turkey, girl. Yeah. Cold turkey, that college girl, for sure. It's just not worth it. And I always say, if your intention is to find Mr. or Miss Right, then why is your attention yeah. being paid to Mr. Wrong? That's and your energy and your communication. You're literally taking up space for the right person to enter. Yeah. That's, I like when you said on, on Thursday's episode, like, why are you staying or what are you doing in this situation, yeah, right? Like, don't put it on, all on them because you're in it too. And it's not an opportunity to shame yourself. Like, look at it because yes. then people go, I don't know why. What's wrong with me? I'm yeah. crazy. There's something wrong no. with me. And it's just like, no, just like do the work without judging yourself. Yes. Come from a non-judgmental, self-compassionate space and just be like, what is this about? Why do I need him to fill the void of the love that I'm seeking mm-hmm. outside of myself? Mm-hmm. How can I give myself the love? I actually just posted this on Instagram this morning. It's so boring to love yourself versus someone else, isn't it? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Like, it's so much more fun to be able to just have sex with someone it's and so be true. cuddled and yeah. be wined and dined yeah. and loved and adored and have someone think you shit gold. Yeah. It's so much more fun than thinking you shit gold yeah. and cuddle yourself at night. You're right. Like, but that's the work. Yeah. Getting up, waking up, and being really excited about loving you. Yeah. It really can be so much fun. I truly am the product of my product in that way. Like, I really, the fact that I wanted to see you and I hop on a freaking plane and I'm like, I'm I going re- to Nashville. I respect that hustle. Yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to do it. Yeah. And I do it for myself. And I love that about me. What are the things that I love about me? Mm-hmm. And, and and then a lot of clients struggle with that. That just sounds so egotistical. Well, get over it. Because if you don't think you're amazing, why would someone else think that? Yeah. And it doesn't take long to convince yourself. No. Like, I mean, I... You, it does, but like in the in the bigger picture, it does. When doesn't. you really start to gather the evidence and look for why you think you're great and worthy of being in something really great, it doesn't take long. But when the brain has been operating in such a way for so many years, in yeah. this habitual pattern of not feeling like you're enough, and you know, I just asked a client last night. Um, she just ended something with someone who turned out to be a bona fide liar. Like Ugh. he wasn't. He never went to college, not because that doesn't make someone bad, but not but lied about it. But he lied and said that he did. Wow. He lied about what he did in his line of work and all this stuff just started to come out and I was just like okay so who do you want to attract what if your Mm -hmm. ideal guy and like really thinking feeling and behaving as if he's here and I'm like let's say this ideal man so we got clear in her ideal man I'm like how would you feel if he was here and the first thought she had was oh my god don't don't it up yeah so she didn't even really think that she was worthy of him mm. coming because I'm like but let's play and see if he is going to come like what how you would feel and she's like I can't even go there because I don't think it's possible mm. so you have to believe that it's possible first yeah and you have to believe that you are worthy of someone really amazing coming into your life before actually bringing him in boom there <laughs> yeah Somebody wanted to know, her name's Jess, should you block your ex on social media? So 100% yes in the immediate um, breakup because someone's hurting, right? Yes. And um, I mean, but now I'm totally connected to exes on social media because I don't have any attachment to them. 
So um, 100% yes, block, block, block. And, you know, what I always get is, well, I just don't want him to think that I care or I don't want to be rude or harsh. And it's like, just worrying about what he thinks matter more than your healing and well-being. Right. That's the bottom line. Right. You have a choice. And staying connected and seeing what he's doing, what he's up to, who he's with, if he looks sad, yeah. right? Like, is not serving your healing. And then I, I just... my two good friends now like they just came back into my life in a really organic way there was no like hey can we get together and be friends like yeah it just happened in a beautiful way and we're totally connected on social media and it's totally fine but initially 100 percent block rip the band-aid off commit to the healing yeah because uh, that damn search page too <laughs> wait if you block somebody they don't come up on your search page on instagram right i don't think so okay. either and also block their family block anyone who's connected and i know that that's really hard but oh my god i was so close to his mom and it's like again are you worried about like losing the connection with her and what she thinks or do you want to heal right and get over it priorities yeah okay i'm just gonna try i feel and... like i'm getting angry Sorry, ah! guys. i feel like priorities I'm like yeah <laughs> no i like it um fiery irish woman over here never dies so Natalie wants to know, how do you stay present in the moment of what you're feeling and not go backwards and say, well, what if I would have done this or go forward and say, what's going to happen next? Yeah, that's really good. And again, you know, going back to, isn't it so much more fun to have someone else love you than you love you? Right. Isn't it so much more fun to just replay all the ways it could have gone differently and should have gone differently and then come up with all the ways this can get fixed, which is if he or she will come back. Right. Right. And so presence is super boring. <laughs> <laughs> just like loving yourself um so but presence is totally the answer and so i'm a huge meditator and really believe in mindfulness and so when you're starting to really panic about the past and try to resist the reality of what unfolded or you know plan for the future and play out all the scenarios which is so what i do still yeah. at times like but what if this happens what if this happens right um trying to kind of do preventative damage control right um I, it, you guys, it is. It's a boring answer, but really coming to presence, coming to your breath, meditating, finding your feet on the ground, checking in with your heart, and and really just observe your thoughts. I'm noticing that I'm preparing myself and hoping for the day he comes back and what that looks like. And is this really serving me? Right. Asking yourself that. Is, is my brain going there right now really serving me? Probably not. Right. And then saying, asking myself, well, what is it that I need right now? And spoiler alert, the answer is not him calling you. Yeah, it's not. What can I give myself right now that I'm looking for in finding relief at the possibility of him coming back? Because we don't know. Yeah. And so what does being with the unknown look like? feel that I hate the unknown when Me it comes too. to matters of my heart. Yeah. And and like really like even as I say that my heart just like kind of clenches and does like a little tight <laughs> yeah. uh, flip. And and so it's like putting my hand on my heart, which was something I was really resistant to in therapy. You know, she would say, Claire, can you put your hand on your heart and just say you're doing great and yeah. just take a breath and find your feet on the ground. And I would be like, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> and I would say that with her. So if anyone who's listening, who's working with a therapist, working with a coach, tell them when you're feeling resistant to what they're offering you. Mm -hmm. I, I really ask that of my clients. Like, And I can tell when I'm like, well, what about this thought? And they're like, 
Yeah. And I'm like, no, right? It's like, let's come up because literally your thoughts create your results. So if you're saying it's not working, it's not that um, the belief that your thoughts create your results isn't working. It's that you're not finding the right thought to bring you back to presence. But the wrong thought is definitely shoulda, coulda, woulda in the past and what if in the future. It's like, what can I give myself right here, right now? Yeah. I like that. If you ask me, it's the most wonderful time of the year. That's right. It's spooky season. Remember when you were a kid and planning your Halloween costume was like the highlight of your year? And now that you're an adult, Halloween feels a little less Halloween-y. Am I right? People don't like when you come to their house asking for candy as an adult. I've tried. Well, Me Undies is bringing back the childlike joy of picking out the perfect costume with their spooky prints and Halloween costume onesies. That's right. Costumes and my favorite onesies. Me Undies has pretty much changed the comfort of the game. Their undies and onesies are so soft, uh, some would say spooky soft, like designed to be the best thing you've ever put on your body, soft. And they're available in sizes from extra small to 4XL, soft for all. Me Undies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Vine. That's MeUndies.com slash Vine. At Jess Something says, started dating at 15. We're, we're 34 now. Wow. I feel like he's changed a lot and is a better person. Many bad years. There are lots of on and offs, but mostly always on. S- um, some say toxic, but we've both changed and work hard daily, and we love each other. My family disapproves. Stay in. No kids, just dogs. Wait, stay in is the question? Yeah. Okay, stay in, no question. It, it sounds to me like she's really secure in what they have and yeah. that she really knows it's right. And I think that that sucks when your family doesn't approve. Yeah. So here's what I would suggest. I think totally let your family disapprove. Yeah. Let them. They love you and they're protective and they are not on the inside of the relationship. Most importantly, what I'm hearing her say is that they have both grown a lot and they've been kids together. So if there was like cheating or I don't know what went right. on, like 15 is so young, 15 to 34, that's literally almost 20 years. So um, I can do math. Um, so <laughs> so uh, if you are secure in your relationship, but... My question would be, if you care so much what they think, the fact that you're asking, should I leave because my family thinks it's wrong, you really have to get so clear on, I know it's right to be with him. We've done a lot of work. We do love each other. We are both in it. We're now full-blown adults, and I'm secure with that. But when you're asking, should I go because of what my family thinks at 34, I think there's just deeper digging there to do to like really get clear. Because if you're so clear, you wouldn't be asking that question. Yes. That makes sense. Um, Callie Lindsay wants to know, what about watching your parents go through heartbreak and growing up in a home where arguing was the norm and drinking and fighting and it scares me to ever get married and have that all happen again to me? I hope, Callie, that you are in therapy um, and really doing the work or if you're interested in doing this work. Call me. Yeah. Um, because you do not have to be your past, but we're all going to be products to a certain extent of the environments that we grew up in. And change is totally possible. Um, I'm curious. I, I thought that maybe you were going to finish that with saying, now I'm really argumentative or, you know, I, I either attract an alcoholic yeah. or I have a drinking problem myself. Yeah. And so if that's the case, go to Al Anon, go to AA, whether you're the alcoholic or, or the partner is. Yeah. Or go to Al Anon to heal 
the alcoholism in your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's such a great resource, and uh, especially adult children of alcoholics. I think that um, you really realize that you're you're not alone in that, and um, uh, find that support. But um, do is it you know you then have to ask yourself the question. Is it more important for me to say stay safe and alone and avoid conflict and the fear of attracting another, you know, dysfunctional relationship because of what I was exposed to as kid as a kid? Or am I willing to do the healing and the growth work, which Mm -hmm. will be really painful, like so painful to dredge up all that shit. But on the other side of that, to have like a life that I now have to have a life that you now have, right? Like to really, and I say that as still, you know, kind of single, right? Like to, to really just embrace your life and know what's possible and know Callie that the fear never goes away. Yeah. So true. And so that like to be in a position to say the fear never goes away, but I'm showing up and I'm doing something differently and the help is out there and the work is out there. We have so much help, help that's available to us like Al-Anon AA therapy, coaching, um, so many self-help books and resources. And so it is totally possible for you to get there, but you have to be willing to dig up a lot of painful shit, move, through it and the desire to be in a healthy partnership has to be stronger than your desire to stay safe and alone because you believe that the only kind of relationship you can attract is a dysfunctional one mm. that's good it's not true yeah i thought so myself yeah <laughs> i was like wow yes 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 honey um julie cunningham says advice about getting over anxiety with running into a heartbreak ex in public even years later Okay, anxiety running into. Can you just say that again? So, so she was really heartbroken from this guy. It's been four years. Um, oh no, that was another one. It's been years later, but she still has anxiety about running into him. Oh, like that, anxiety I'm about running that into him again. Yeah. I was like, are you feeling anxiety from the time you ran into him, or anxiety about running about running into, in. like yeah. fearing that again? Yes. So I would go to the place in your brain of running into him again. Not fun, but really like picture that. Yeah. And do grounding practices like finding your feet on the ground, putting your hand on your heart, breathing through it. Label what's happening in the body. That's the only real thing that's happening is your body is going into anxious panic based on the thought that he gives it to you. But he's not. It's your thinking about him. Yes. And then really breathing through that and finding your feet on the ground and being with the anxiety is the only way to go through it. And then I would love for you to do thought work. Uh, go to my podcast, Another Shameless Self Plug. No, stop as, wanting him back. As you should. Um, but I talk a lot about thought work and it's your thinking about him that's giving him the power to have that effect on your anxiety. And so what is so, why? Like, I would ask, why does he have that power? Do the work. Write it down. Don't be afraid to see what comes up. You've got to look at it, right? When I hear people saying, I have all these financial struggles and uh, I'm like, well, how much money do you have and what are your outgoings? And yeah. they're like, I don't know. Yeah. Get aware. What is it about him that he has this power on you that you are giving him? Yeah. You are giving him that power to have that. Now, I say that to you with love, number one, and I totally get it yeah. because how I bumped into um, the guy that I saw on Bumble that I talked about. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. My, my best friend saw on Bumble. Um, I bumped into him like a year after our breakup and I was like, ah, hi. Yeah. Like, I get it, but I'm not afraid to run into him again just like because I'm the ground. Like, who's the woman? This is a good one. Who's the woman that you want to be bumping into him? Is she mm. completely healed and grounded and self-owned and successful in her own right? Because success, I think, is all relevant 
relative, but mm-hmm. what is success to you? Mm-hmm. And you're just cool as a freaking cucumber and just like, oh, hey. Yeah. Right? Like, what's your last name again? First name? What? Yeah. Right? That like go. And so after you move through the anxiety of going to the place of bumping into him, ask why he has that power. Then do the thought work that I talk about. Like it's Brooke Castillo's thought model mm-hmm. that she created, which I talked about on Thursday's episode. Um, but it's all from your thinking. So how do you want to think differently to get you to a place of not caring and being like, John who? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you again. Yeah. Right. That it's like really committing to that place. But do the work because he doesn't have that power over you. Yeah. You're giving him the power to make you feel that way. Yes. And also just beyond that, like that's specifically that. But I would also just I'm assuming that she's probably not in a relationship with someone or has a like a solid, healthy relationship on herself that she's so consumed of the day of bumping into him again. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. But like that really start doing the work on how I want to just fall in love with myself. Because if you're so in love with yourself, you're just gonna be like, Oh, Hey, you're lost. Yeah, totally. Truly. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. So I think you guys know by now how much I love my dog ramen. I don't even think of him as a dog. Any other dog moms out there with me? He's more like my best friend and a family member and my son. So obviously ramen's health is too important to feed him some highly processed burnt brown kibble for every meal. And that's why I have switched to the farmer's dog. And I have to tell you guys, I love this food for him. It's real food, cooked, fresh, and delivered right to my door. The farmer's dog meals are made from fresh meat and veggies. There's no wondering what's in my dog's food because I can actually see and identify every ingredient. No processing, no sitting on shelves for months at a time, which I've done so much research on. It's not good, you guys. Just real fresh food. And the transitioning ramen to a fresh diet was really super easy. He's obsessed. Farmer's Dog worked with top vets to create a complete and balanced meal for your dog. So you can be positive they're getting the nutrition they need to thrive. And bonus, it's pre-portioned for them. So you don't have to worry about under or overfeeding. And that's one of my favorite parts because it's super easy and convenient. I have to say their customer service is also amazing. And I always like to give customer service a shout out from, you know, doing other businesses like scrunchies and wine. It's very important. You can text them, email, or call them anytime, and they'll pair you with a pet expert who can help. I've been feeding ramen this food for a while now, and the results have been very impressive. I know I'm never going back. That's a fact. Ramen has a smooth coat, fresher breath, and better poops. Really, though, ramen is looking and smelling so fresh and so clean, clean. And he gets super excited for mealtime. And with plans starting at just $3 per day, less than a morning coffee, I'm able to make it work. It's a small price to pay for a long-term investment in my dog's health. The farmer's dog is a smarter, healthier pet food, making it as simple as possible to give your dog a better diet. Start your trial today by going to thefarmersdog.com slash vine, and you'll save 50% off and get free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com slash vine for 50% off your trial with free shipping. Okay, and Kristen, this is the last question. Kristen uh, Milford says, what if you have made the commitment to work things out and continue to be in a relationship with a person, but you are trying to heal from past heartbreaks involving infidelity and dishonesty with within the same relationship. How do you cope when you've forgiven someone and made the decision to work it out, but it still hurts like hell and you know. But is the person that she's currently with has he also cheated on her? Or this is I think she's saying um, she's with the person. They've committed to work things out and continue to be in a relationship with the person she's with. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to still heal within the relationship okay. from past heartbreak that they've created and infidelity and stuff. But they've chosen to you know, make it work. 
call me. Yeah. Like seriously, that that that's such a hard question to answer in two sentences, yeah. right? But that you know, if you are that committed, again, it's going to the place of being fully healed and trusting of your partner. Mm-hmm. And um amazing that you guys are both wanting to work through it, but he I think what we naturally want to do is have the other person give us the reassurance that we need mm-hmm. and you need to really like commit to the story that you're fully in this and fully committed and that takes time and that mm-hmm. takes practice and a lot of daily mindset work and i think what i would leave you with is um is it more important for me to go all in in this relationship with this person or is it more important to me to still not trust mm-hmm. and really start doing the work to trust again which i don't think is an easy thing to do i will totally say that i yeah. don't know if i personally could um do it but my hat is off to you that you want to try mm-hmm. um, but if you really want to try you've got to commit to I, I believe the coaching approach of the daily mindset work and being the woman that fully trusts and is stable and self-owned and grounded in the relationship is the work yeah does that uh, make sense yes yeah so much okay. sense everything okay. you said everything you say makes so much sense <laughs> um Good. we've we've run out of time thank you so much for doing thank this you, and Caitlin. being here and i had out here. such a blast uh, i'm awesome. so happy to have you and then next time i'm in la we could do another one because i don't think this conversation could, yes! like I everyone always it. wants to know more about you know I the heartbreak and people always have questions so thank you so much for being here thank you caitlin and I had so much fun yeah and thanks too. grapers for listening yeah i know Vinos. I was like, ah! <laughs> Grapers is good too because we have, uh, it's, they're the off the vine vinos, the grape therapy grapers, and the drunk drunk dialers. <laughs> <laughs> but I also listen, so I know it's minors, but Grapers came out. It's, it's sort of like rolling over my ankle. Whatever it's you just, want you know. to be, it's, it's always, it's up to you. <laughs> uh, we hope everybody has a great weekend and, uh, Go drunk dial some people. <laughs> I'm like, is that advice? I, I was going to say, that shouldn't be like what I end this podcast with. Uh.